Hello everybody, welcome back to Christians United Ministry. My name is Travis, and today we are doing a Bible reading. Today we are doing Matthew 7. This is our third part of our four-episode mini-series on Matthew 5, 6, 7, and 8. Um, we, if you remember, we did do 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13 last week, and now we're doing... Five, six, seven, and eight. Eight is only just because to fill in the gap. Chapter seven is the last of the Sermon on the Mount, but I want to fill that gap in between the two uh, mini series. Um, people ask me why am I doing it backwards? Well, because I believe it has a good grip. We went through the parables already. We went through some understanding, and now with that in our head, we go back into five, six, and seven, and we really go into the teachings directly from Jesus Christ again. So. Uh, that's why I did it this way, and it makes sense to me, and I hope it makes sense to you guys. All right, so let's get on to it. I'm, I'm trying to work hard on my, I I, uh, I have a uh, speech impediment. I, um, like I say, I'm a thousand times, and I stutter, I, I, uh, I stutter and uh, dyslexic. So like when I say yay, I say y'all for some reason. I don't know. Um, I'm working on it, so let's see if I can do better this time. Uh, again, so we're just going to open our Bibles up to Matthew 7. If anybody's new to the channel, I am reading from the King James Version. If yours is a different version, the wordings can be off, but the meaning is always the same. Alright, so let's get right into it. First one. Judge not, that ye be not judged. For with what judge ye judge, ye shall be judged, and what measure ye meet. It shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye? But consider not the beam that is in thy own eye. And Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, thine eye, and behold a beam is in thy own eye. Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam of thine own eye, and then shall that see clearly to cast out the mote out of my brother's eye. That is my reminder to pray, just you know. Um, Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye pearls before swine, lest they trample them under thy feet, and turn again and run to you. And ask, it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it will be opened unto you. For every one that ask receiveth, and he that seeth, find. And him that knocketh it shall be opened. And Or what man is there of you, whom, if his son ask for bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If they then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them to ask of him? Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men shall do to you, do ye even so to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter ye into the straight gate, for, the, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way, that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way. Which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. 
ye shall know them by their fruit. Do men gather grapes of thorns, or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Not every one that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? In thy name cast out devils, and in thy name done many work, wonderful works. But then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, yea, that work in iniquity. Therefore, whoever, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell. And great was the fall of it. And it came to pass, when Jesus had ended these sayings, that people were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. So there's a lot of good information, a lot of important information here. This is coming directly from Jesus. So let's get right into it, wasting no time. Look at that first verse. What does that first verse say? We have talked about this many times over. Judge and be judge not and be judged not. So he's saying here, so if we want if we want to have a life in heaven and we don't want to be judged for our sins. We got to forgive those who trespass or sin against us. Well, not really sin against us because you know, we're all sinners. But you know what I mean? The, the point still stands is that if we want to for, be forgiven, we got to forgive. Have we seen that before? We can go down. And, and it's also saying there, it's like you got to remember that we are so quick to point out everybody else's faults. But yet... Look at all the faults that we have. Look at the. He says you have a. You have a moat in that brother's eyes. You have a splinter in their eyes. But you have a log in your eye. So we need to work on ourselves. Before we can work on other people. And that's important to know. Because not everybody. Everybody's quick to point fingers but they never really point the finger back at themselves thinking they're perfect when, when, when we uh, are talking about numbers verse 6 and this is the one I've said before we've talked about this as well it says give not that which is holy unto the dogs neither cast ye your pearls before swine lest they trample them under your feet and turn again and rend you uh, 
so what he's saying here is people who, when you give up the word, right? Let's say, like right now, I'm giving up the word. If I went to a friend and I started preaching the word of God, like, you know, I saw, I saw them sinning or whatnot, I'm giving them word of God other way, and they reject it, right? Don't give them back the word again. Don't continue trying to press it. Hold off. And the reason being is we have people who are against God. What happens is when we start giving them word and they rebuke it, well, those people don't want to hear it, right? They're obviously like, well, you can keep your, your speech to yourself. Oh, yada, yada, yada. And what they do is they actually start to use the word against you or against the Bible. And we don't want to do that, right? We want to save it because it's holy. So when people, if you don't want something, you shouldn't be forcing them. You shouldn't be forcing it. Because they should want it. If you start to see they don't want it and they're, they're throwing it back at you, you move on to the next. And God will take care of them from there. So that's something very important because I know we all want to be, you know, preachers of the word. We've got to remember that not everybody wants to hear it. And if you don't want to hear it, then we have to step back and not give it to them. Because the word is only for those who want it, who seek it. Here we are at these next few verses are the same thing we've talked about before as well. If you truly have faith and believe in something and you ask for it, you'll get it. You'll receive. If you knock at the door, the door will be open for you. And he's saying, well, who would, if your son came to you and asked you for some bread to eat, would you give him a stone? No, it's pure evil, right? So why would God do that? Why would God do that? We are the son in this example, and he's the father providing. So we got to remember that, you know, if we truly want something, we got to ask for it. We got to, but not only do we got to ask for it, we got to seek we gotta seek. And that's just more than just asking. We gotta want it, desire it. Desire that the Lord can do it. And first off, before anything happens, what do we need? What do we talk about? Faith. We need faith. Alright, so one other thing I wanna kinda of talk about is going into um Uh, verses 13 and down he's saying enter enter ye in the straight gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction and many will go there but straight is the gate narrow is the way which leadeth unto life few will find it so can we guess what they are well, the first gate is to hell, to the path to destruction, and the path to life is heaven. Now, notice how you would think, oh, a lot of people are going to heaven, you know, we, we grew up with that fantasy and that everybody goes to heaven when they die, and only a few people go to hell. But it's actually opposite. A lot of people go to hell. It's easy for them to be on that path. It's easy. It's wide open. You have arrows pointing in. And here you have a straight gate to heaven, but it's narrow. 
and it's hard to find, hard to stay on. And only a few will find it. Only a few people will continue on that path and not lose their way. And we kind of we kind of go a little more onto. It. Let's scroll down a little bit. We'll come back up. But it was we go to verse twenty-two or twenty-one rather. It says, "Not anyone, not everyone, saith unto me, Lord, Lord, should enter in the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven." Many will say to me, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. And I will profess unto them, I never knew you depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Other translations translate as, depart from me, you evildoer. So we got to remember that we may think that we are doing that. We are doing the word of God, the will of God, but we're truly not. We're truly not. We are actually far from it. Because it takes a lot to walk that, that path. Remember, it's hard to find. And Jesus is saying right here, many of you guys think that you're on the right path. They're going to come to me saying, hey, didn't I do good things in your name? Wasn't I a good man? Didn't I go to church every Sunday? He says, be gone from me, you evil Lord. Depart from me. It's not enough. It's not enough. So that means we are very much accountable for our actions and how we live this life. And we gotta get serious. We gotta get real. Get rid of all the baloney in our lives. And focus on our path to God. Because when we focus on our path to God, life will come very simply. Everything will Everything will be handed to you. Everything you'll be taken care of spiritually, and you'll get all your necessities for your human body physically. Remember, you learned that yesterday. It's like tomorrow will take care of itself. You'll get what you need. But you gotta follow the path of God. Otherwise, look what happens. I really want to go back up, and it's gonna be verse. 15. And this is a very, very, very important one. We need to be extremely careful. It says, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are raving wolves. Who are the wolves? It's the devil. The devil takes many forms. And the devil will play tricks on you. The word de de devil in Greek means deceitful. Right? Deceitful. He is very deceitful. So he comes here, thinking you may think he's a man of God. He may uh, act like the man of God and Christian. He's holy. He's a good man. He's honest. He's trustworthy. But it's truly the devil playing, playing you against your own self. So when we hear the word from me, from anybody, from your church leaders, Always, always, always go back into the Bible and verify everything they said. Do not trust or place your life in nobody. We learned that yesterday as well. We don't place our lives in nobody. We don't rely on ourselves. We don't rely on this world. We rely on one thing, and that's God. Lord Jesus Christ. Because we will be seated, deceitful. deceitful. The devil is very deceitful. Now we're gonna go further down and it's gonna be we're gonna so how do we fight this? How do we try to overcome the sheep's clothing? 
Well, we tell by the fruit, the fruit, the fruit. And not only that, not only that, but we're also praying. Now that doesn't say that specifically here, but we also it does say in plenty of places in the Bible is that prayer is our defense. Our faith is our shield. It's our shield. It's part of the army. But how do we tell? We judge a person by their fruits. They say an evil person cannot do good things, and a good person cannot do evil things. Going to have evil for it. So, <coughs> evil people could pretend to do good things, but normally you can see if you're a man, child of God, you'll be able to see right past it. If you stay within the Word of God, you'll be able to see right past those fake good branches. When you're a child of God, these things can get revealed to you. Because God says that my sheep will hear my voice. Things are revealed to us as soon as we are filled with the Holy Spirit and following the Lord Jesus Christ our God. And that's something very important to keep in mind all the time. We're going to go towards the end and says... 24 and on is talking about the house so what what is the house the house when he's talking about house he's saying if you follow me your house is the light your life right I'm talking about your spiritual life if you follow him what he says our house will will not be fallen no matter what tribulation comes and rocks our house or rocks our life right no matter what temptation the house will never rock because we are within the word of God. It's when we start going out on our own desires. We start doing our own thing. Well there you go. It's going to fall. You're going to fall. You can't rely on yourself. It's kind of like when you get. Something in the, in the mail. Or you buy a shed. Or something you have to put it together. If you start. If you throw away the instructions. And start doing things yourself. That's just going to fall down. Have you ever realized that when you try to do things your own way against advice, like baking, bake is another one, you can ruin the whole dish. When you want to go your own way, you can ruin your own dish. When you, when you want to build that structure, you can, that shed, you can ruin the whole entire stretch, uh, shed, rather. And then we always got to remind, remind ourselves that am I doing what God wants me to do? This is what I'm saying in the Word of God. We don't want our house falling. So, that is the end of their Sermon on the Mount. We've got to remember, Sermon on the Mount comes directly from Jesus Christ himself. And this, he's saying to the multitude, which is the crowd of people. Mind you, the crowd is, when we talk about crowds, we're not talking about just Christian followers. I mean, yeah, they're really following Jesus, but they weren't truly Christians, and we'll see that. They start to kind of get turned off of what he thinks he says. But we got to remember that we must profess the word to everybody. It's not up to us who's a child of God and who's not. That's up for the Lord. 
We always need to be staying. And if we take anything from the Sermon on the Mount, we always need to stay in the Word. That is the theme. That is the lesson. Is staying in the Word of God will never steer you wrong. It's when you fall off of that Word where you start to lead to trouble. Well, if anybody has any questions or comments about the Sermon on the Mount, about any part of the Bible, go ahead and feel free to email me at ChristiansUnitedMinistry at gmail.com. My name is Travis, and this is Christians United Ministry. God be with you.